Hey, it's Michael, and this is the Kintsugi Podcast. I'll be back in a minute with this week's conversation about resilience. But first, if you wish to create a better life and have a better career, then please visit michaelobrienshift.com and download your free workbook on how to create a better life. In it, you'll discover ways to find more energy for the things and the people who matter most to you so you can create a better tomorrow. Hey there, it's Michael, and welcome back, or welcome to the Kintsugi Podcast. It's time for another conversation about resilience. Today, we're gonna talk about life-work harmony in search of ISO. But before we get there, I need to share a story with you, as I often do. I wanna take you back to 1992. Right around this time, actually, right around May, end of May, beginning of June. I was 24, living in Washington, D.C., doing the whole single life thing, going to clubs, going to bars, but I was getting tired of it. There I was, the early part of my mid-20s, and I was already tired with the same old, same old. I wanted something better. And what we used to do after happy hour is we used to get Washington City paper. Village Voice is the one in New York. I know other cities probably have a city paper. It's a free weekly, and they'll list out different articles, editorial columns, arts and entertainment, we would get it and just look at what was happening for the weekend, plan out our week, plan out our weekend. And in the back, they had personal ads. So this is well before Match.com and Tinder and everything else. And we would read them, my roomies and I, and we would laugh and wonder and judge and get curious, all that jazz. And that night, that one night back in 1992, right around this time, I got really curious. I wondered what was more desperate, the person who placed the ad or the person answering it? Now, my curiosity was laced with judgment, but I kept on thinking about it. Who does this? Who places an ad? Who answers one? I slept on it and then I wrote my ad. Now, if you wanna see the ad, obviously I can't share it with you on the podcast, but if you wish to see the ad, you could go to my website, and it's right there, michaelobrienshift.com. Go to Toolbox. You can find it. All that jazz. So if I placed all my judgy social experiment to figure out, like, who does this? Who answers ads? Who places them? All that jazz. I was genuinely interested in meeting someone new, really. I was tired of the same old, same old, the old scene. And I was looking for someone to hang with, go to concerts with, go to museums with. So I anxiously placed the ad. And then this is what happened. I met my best friend, the woman of my dreams. And a few days ago, we celebrated 27 years of marriage, our 27th wedding anniversary. So we've been together 29 years, more than half my life. It's pretty remarkable. And by answering the ad, I also answered the question who does this? I realized that. The people who do this aren't desperate. I wasn't desperate. She wasn't desperate. It was the first time she had answered an ad, first time I had ever placed an ad. It was pure awesome sauce. It was by far, to this day, the best ad of my sales and marketing career. And I want to break down two important lines too. 
So most of the ad is pretty standard. 24-year-old guy, 6'2", likes running, likes cycling, hiking, HFS. So that stood for the radio station in D.C., WHFS 99.1, the alt music channel. Think of it as first wave today for those that listen to Sirius and XM Radio. I talked about how I like going out and staying in. I'm a bit of an amnivert, if you will. So all that stuff made sense. But the line that hooked her, this is important. The line that hooked her was not afraid of expressing her opinions on today's events. I wanted someone with a point of view. So I'm going to talk more about this line. But I will have to acknowledge one cringeworthy line in the ad. It was the last one. So thank goodness she answered the ad because this last line was a dud. It was so lame. It read, into having lots of fun with greater possibilities. Like who says that? Who writes that? I can't believe I wrote it. Lots of fun. I cringe every time I reread the ad. We had the ad turned into magnets for our wedding favor. So a lot of our friends have their magnet on their refrigerator. We have several in the house. So when I see the ad, I'm like, oh God, why did I write it that way? But luckily the hook line, not afraid of expressing her opinions on today's events, that hooked her. I wanted someone with a point of view. We were living in DC during an election year. I wanted to know where you stood on things. I was dating too many women or meeting too many women or, you know, friends that just didn't have a point of view. I was like, holy cow, you're living in this wonderful thing called life and you don't have a perspective. But I also have spent a number of moments over the years thinking about why was that line so important? Why did I put that line in the ad? You only had so much real estate with a personal ad. So why that line? Yes, I wanted someone with a point of view. Yes, I really did want to meet someone, but why that line? And then I, as I thought about it, I realized when I was growing up in the early part of my career, I never really felt I had a voice. I was too afraid to express my opinions about today's events. I had trouble advocating for myself. I stood or hid behind the narrative. I'll let my work speak for itself. I played the good guy. You know, the guy that's like, ah, you know, it's all good, you know, go along to get along, all that jazz. I didn't want to create a stir. I didn't think anyone heard me. I didn't think anyone cared to hear my voice. You might know someone like that. It might be you, where you just don't think you can speak your truth, that no one wants to hear your voice. You're not heard. And I felt that way growing up. And I also hated hearing my voice. You know, those class projects or public speaking class you take in school and you have to watch yourself delivering a talk. You have to hear your voice and all your weird mannerisms when you speak. I hated those moments. I just wanted to crawl under my desk. So I had a whole bunch of that in my backpack. The whole idea that I didn't have a voice, no one wanted to hear it. I couldn't advocate for myself. So it's not surprising that I wanted to date someone. I wanted to have a friend who could do that. You know, the whole notion of like, you complete me. I'm not whole enough, all that jazz. Well, over time, I realized that I had a voice and people did want to hear it. Just like you have a voice and people need to hear your voice. And then I was not 
half full. I was already full. And through our relationship, it was one plus one equals three, not a half plus a half equals one. So I don't buy into you completely. I believe that she's a whole person. I'm a whole person. And together, we make magic happen. Just like you're a full person and your partner's a full person that we don't need to be completed because we're already complete. So I learned that I had a voice and that the only way for people to hear it if was if I shared it. No one could speak my truth. No one can speak your truth. So are you speaking your truth? Are you advocating for yourself? Are you being your brand ambassador? We're, we're so eager sometimes to be a brand ambassador or influencer for other brands, but we don't advocate for our own brand because we hide behind old narratives. So the question I have for you today, are you hiding behind old narratives that are silencing your voice? And this is the time to express your voice, to express your point of view, because we're going through this period of disruption, which we've talked about here on the Kintsugi podcast. We have cracks and wrinkles and scars and blemishes and all that. But we also have a ton of opportunity to create a better normal, because how it used to be before all this went down wasn't working well enough for all of us. In other words, today is the day to express our opinions about today's events so you can have better life work harmony. Here's the thing, the new normal will be created. The only question is, will your voice be in that new creation? Will you speak your truth? Or will you let the man do it for you? And let's be honest, the man has had it good enough for too long. And in a lot of ways, he's mucked this whole thing up. And who created work-life balance anyway? It was probably some dude. Work-life balance is the biggest myth out there. What we're striving for is some notion of life-work harmony because I believe we work in order to enjoy life, our one wild and precious life, to borrow from Mary Oliver. So right now is a beautiful time to write your own personal ad for your new normal, your better normal, to write a personal ad in search of better life-work harmony. So what are you in search of? What do you wish to do with your one wild and precious life? So I encourage you to spend some time this week before the next Kintsugi podcast is to think about what you want as we return to, actually not return, create a better normal. And I have some prompts for you. So to get your creative writing juices flowing so you can write that ad so you can write the best ad you've ever written in your life. Because this is the moment to do it. So here are a few questions. I have 10 for you. So we'll start off with this one. What does life work harmony mean to you? We'll start there with that definition because it might mean something completely different to me than it does to you. And this has to be your version of your truth. What values are most important to you right now? Third question, how do you wish to honor them? Here's a good one. What kind of meetings and events are you willing to travel to as we go forward? Or what can just happen through Microsoft Teams or Zoom? This is a good one. How will you process your stress in the future? Because I'm not sure we did a great job processing our stress during the last 15 months or so. What boundaries will you create in the new hybrid world? 
many of us with a commute, we just converted our commuting time to more work time. And that's why so many people are burnt out because we're not managing our stress well and we're just working more. Here's a good one. How are you different today than you were in February of 2020? What do you wish to leave behind? What do you wish to keep? And finally, number 10, what turns your pilot light on? What really lights you up? Again, here's the thing. If you don't create your future, someone else will. So don't silence your voice. I encourage you to speak your truth. That's how you create a better tomorrow. A better tomorrow that will ripple into others. And then by changing one life, your life, you change lives everywhere because you send a powerful ripple out there. So this week, be in search of, this is my encouragement, my invitation to you, better life work harmony. Write that ad. Speak your truth. And as always, thanks for tuning in to our Kintsugi podcast, tuning into this conversation about resilience. I hope you'll share it with friends, subscribe, leave a comment, all that jazz that I'm supposed to tell you to do because I have a podcast. But you do you, boo. You do what feels right. But here's one encouragement, actually two, as we leave you for today. Remember to pause, breathe, reflect. Slow is fast. Let some things breathe. Write that ad. And don't forget to have fun storming the castle. We'll talk to you next week. Take care.